Hello and welcome to When I Found Grace podcast. Is it okay to have friends or acquaintances that are atheists? Coming up next. Another episode of When I Found Grace podcast. So I'm excited to get back into it today. Uh, I apologize. Last week I was on a family vacation, and so I did not get a chance to record or to get a podcast up uh, because then there are some other unforeseen events <laughs> that happened uh, to keep me away from being able to be here. But here we are back this week. And today we have a question that was presented to me, and I thought this would be a great one to cover for us today. The question was in this form. It was it stated this way, should I stay away from atheists, whether they're acquaintances, friends, or distant relatives? Now, that's a great question, I think, for anybody to present. Because for any of us, as Christians and believers, we need to be careful with the people that we surround ourselves with, Uh, whether uh, we're in the workplace uh, or just generally our friends. Uh, The Bible tells us, it says, uh, bad or good morals can be corrupted by bad company. So it's imperative that we understand that there are things and situations that we place ourselves in that can have a direct effect on our walk with the Lord and a direct effect on our uh, relationship and our faith. So how do we protect ourselves? And I think this is one of those questions that we see that uh, so many times that, um, you know, Do we just block these people out or how do we deal with them? Because blatantly, we're not going to, we're not going to get anywhere with them. It's pretty apparent because they're blatantly denying God and, and want nothing to do with him. So this is a great question. And now I'm going to attack it. I'm going to attack all three relationships, uh, the acquaintances, friends, and relatives. That's, in the question, it's distant relatives, but I'm just going to cover all relatives in in there because I, I think it, it would be the same regardless of whether they're a distant relative or a relative. And and I'll explain that here in, in a minute why um, it's going to be important. But, but let's talk about relatives. So first, relatives. Here's, here's how I, I view it, okay? You cannot choose who you're related to. When you're born, you're born into a family. You're born into relatives. And you're going to have sisters, brothers, mom and dad, aunts and uncles, that you can have nothing uh, in in similarities. You can be completely, as far as the East is from the West, when it comes to uh, political views, when it comes to 
uh, your faith and who you follow, uh, you cannot choose who your family is. And so for me, you know, I, I had an uncle that he was a an atheist. Um, I can't remember if he called himself an agnostic or an, an atheist, but but he knew about the Lord, but he rejected. He rejected Jesus. He rejected God altogether. And so he wanted to believe that he had his, you know, control of his own destiny, that that he was, uh, that there was nothing after this life. And, and so sadly, he died um, after procedure, after a heart attack uh, about, I believe it was about a year ago now. Um, and so uh, actually almost not quite a year ago, I, I don't think. I can't remember, but, but he, he did pass away and, you know, our family talks about, you know, well, is he with the Lord? Is he not with the Lord? Well, you know, the only time that he would be with the Lord is if he gave his heart to the Lord before he died. Uh, there's no way that we would know, uh, because this was, this happened, um, during a time where where nobody was able to go in and visit him except for our aunt, so so there wasn't very much interaction that was able to be with him. But anyways, that that's not the point. The point here is we can't choose that as him as our family member. I loved my uncle; he was a great uncle, and he loved his family. We had a lot of disagreements, both religiously and politically, but I still loved our uncle. We still loved each other. And so that's a relationship that you you can't get away from, and and that's that's just going to be your family. Now, uh, acquaintances. Let's move on to acquaintances because acquaintances uh, are you know people that you work with, people that you uh, come in contact with at the store and and things like that. You can't avoid that. You know you cannot choose necessarily who you work with. If you get hired by an employer uh, and they hire, let's say, you know, 10 other people, there's no way that you can control who those are, right? And so you're going to have to work with them, whether they agree with you uh, in your faith or they agree with you politically or they completely disagree on all spectrums, you know? And so, you can't necessarily choose who your acquaintances are um, when you're going to the store and you're checking out. Uh, you, you're going to be checked out by somebody that probably might be an atheist. They might not be an atheist. Uh, so you can't get away from that part of it. So those are the, those are the two groups that you can't really get away from, uh, your family and your acquaintances. Now, where you can actually, before we get into this next one, what I, I do want to say, because Jesus kind of hits on this a, a little bit, he's praying to the Father, John chapter 17. And he says this in, in John chapter 17, he says, I am no longer in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world, speaking to the disciples. And I have come to you, Holy Father. Keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that they be me, they may be one, even as we are. And then he goes on a little bit, a couple verses down. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, so that they may have joy, uh, have my joy made full in themselves. I'd given them your word, and 
the world has hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. And then he goes on and says, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So we know that we are not of this world, but we are in this world. And even as Jesus is praying for us, he says, I, I'm not saying that you take them out of the world, but Lord, that you would just keep them from the evil one, that you would keep them from the evil influence, those that want to lead them astray. And so that's Jesus's prayer for us. So it brings me to our friendships, our friendships, because whether somebody is an acquaintance or a family member, whether distant or not, you get to choose who your friends are. Now, this can be your neighbor. It could be, uh, it can be somebody at church. It could be a coworker. It can even be your brother or your sister, an aunt or an uncle. It can be uh, anybody that you choose. You know, I, I have my family, and I would consider, you know, my brothers and my sisters, my friends. I love them. They, these are my friends. But, you know, and then my cousins. I have some cousins that they're my friends. Other cousins I could care less for. Not, you know, not not to be mean, but but that's just the reality behind it. And so I get to choose who my friends are. Now, Paul, he does talk about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Paul says this, and most of you might know this, but he says this, do not be bound together with unbelievers. Or in some other versions, it says, do not be unequally yoked. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Oh, I love that so much, because here it is. I think Paul makes it very clear here in Scripture. He says, look, do not be bound together with unbelievers. Now, he is. we can apply this in several cases. Uh, the first one, and probably the most popular one, marriage. If, if you are unmarried, do not seek somebody that is an unbeliever, somebody that's not a Christian. It, it won't work. It's, it's something that God wants you to stay completely away from. I do know people that have done this. They've married somebody that did not follow their faith. And, and it's, it usually turns out you can make it work for the long term. But I've seen the hurt that has come from this. And, and most of the time, the person who is a believer usually sits there and, and just realizes that, boy, the one, the person that I love most is not going to be in heaven with me. Now, there's a difference between somebody who has 
looking and and marrying an unbeliever as they are a believer. And there's a difference between those who are unbelievers and one of them gets saved and the other one doesn't. Because Paul would tell us, okay, if that's the case, then he would tell you, okay, remain, you who believe, remain with the one who is an unbeliever unless they want to leave. If they want to leave, then let them. But if not, then you stay and you can be a witness to them. So if if you are married and you came to know the Lord and your spouse is not, stay with them. Okay? That that's what what Paul says. He encourages to to stay with them unless they choose to leave. If they choose to leave, then let them go. But if they want to stay with you, let them stay and you be the best spouse that you can be to that person uh, in those circumstances and in prayer, seeking to see them come to know the Lord. Absolutely. That is a, a wonderful, wonderful thing. But if you're an unbel- or if you're a believer seeking for an unbeliever, that's bad news. That's what the Bible says here. The, the other thing is in business relationships. Business relationships are uh, usually a um, very tight you have to have trust. If you are putting your trust into somebody with business or how they operate who doesn't know the Lord, you're you're setting yourself up for failure in that as well. Uh, whether a business failure or if it's not even a business failure, a failure to walk away from the Lord or a failure to, to cause a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. Uh, you, you don't want those things. Again, this is a relationship that the Lord says through Paul here in 2 Corinthians, do not be bound together with unbelievers. Do not have this close relationship with them. Uh, and then and then lastly is our close friendships or, or friendships, period. Believers, Christians, brothers, sisters, we should have friends, people that we trust that know Jesus Christ. That if if we're going through an issue, that we can go to them and seek their advice to, to pray with you, to get godly counsel. But if we have friends that aren't believers, then all we're going to do is we're going to get ungodly counsel from them. And it's hard because then we say, well, well, hold on a minute. Even even Jesus was friends of sinners. Wasn't he? And and yes, that that's true Jesus was, but but Jesus came into their lives and see Jesus infiltrated them. Jesus came and evangelized them. Jesus came and changed them. What often happens is people take this concept of Jesus reaching into other people's lives and thinking, well, well, I can be friends with these sinners too. And what I've seen is so many times are these people that thought that they can be friends with, with sinners and unbelievers, and then all of a sudden, instead of them having an influence, they're being influenced. Instead of them evangelizing these people, these other people are evangelizing them to follow the world. And I've seen a lot of Christians crash and burn because of these things. And so we need to be mindful, be careful about the friends that you have in your own life. Now, I'm not saying if your neighbor that lives next to you is an atheist, 
you know, that you have to ignore them. No, you can engage with them. You can shovel their driveway when it's snow, filled with snow. You can help them move furniture if they need help moving furniture. And, and, you know, I could even say, you know, maybe even invite them over to dinner. But even if you do that, be purposeful with what you're doing. Don't don't just invite somebody over and have them and, and okay, well, we're just going to talk football. And they couldn't tell any difference between you and any of their other friends. That's where we're going to fall into trouble. That's where we're going to have a hard time. And so Paul is saying here, he says, do not be bound together with unbelievers because you have nothing in common. You have nothing in common. And you need to protect yourself and your faith, just like Jesus prayed. He says, Lord, I, I say, I pray, don't, don't take them out of the world, but Lord, protect them from the evil one. Protect them from them. And so that's what the Lord wants is for you to be protected from falling away. He wants you to be protected from false ideas and ideologies that only cause hurt and pain and lead people away from Christ. He wants you to be a light in the world and a light. And so the only way that we can keep ourselves to be a light is by surrounding ourselves by other people and other Christians in close proximity and close relationships. And if there's somebody that you really enjoy and you really like that's not a believer, pray for them. Lord, I pray for this person, but you cannot put yourself into a close relationship with them until they know Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. It's a safeguard for you. It's a protection for you. And not only you, but it can be a safeguard and a protection for your family. So hopefully this has answered some of our questions, some of your thoughts and ideas about can I have uh, friends that are unbelievers or atheists? And I know sometimes it's not the answer that we want, but the Lord wants you to continue to follow Him with your soul, your mind, and your strength. You have been saved